Hi, you guys. Welcome to Ghosted Stories. It's Chelsea. It's Aaron. And I was making sure to make very direct, very uncomfortable eye contact <laughs> with Aaron so she knew we were starting. You did it. You did we such a good job, but I knew it, it was going to happen, and then it happened. <laughs> we're squatting in a conference room at my office, as we're wont to do. This is actually a building in an office we've never squatted in, though, before. No, it's a new squat. It's exciting. It feels dangerous, and you just never know what could happen. If this podcast cuts out in the middle, I mean, f- find us. Make sure we're okay. Oh, and no. I have someone else who works in this building, and we have worked together for Man. what? Uh, over since 2005 was when I started. Yeah. So going on, 13. I'm bad at math. Almost coming up on 15 years. 13. <laughs> oh my god! She's it's really bad at math. I'm bad <laughs> at math. It's like something in the realm something of like a, 20 years it, now. It's something. Yes. It's like we something all... between a, a like one and 20. Right. Yeah. You, you got know. It. Nailed it. It's like somewhere in that realm. But Esteban Serrano. Yay! <laughs> Thanks for having me. Esteban, you wear many hats, and you wear them all very well. I'm You're wearing, wearing one, right one now. now. Yeah. <laughs> it's very. <laughs> it's very fashionable. You're also very fashionable. Thank you. So yeah, Esteban. I mean, producer, writer, artist, mm-hmm. director. Um, assistant to your wife, who is a yes. podcast host, who makes yes. you assist her. She Father. fires me from time to time. I don't know where <laughs> I am right now in terms of employment with her, but I am her husband still. I think, unless she's what? working on that. I want. I want to talk about those podcasts for sure. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we met working on TRL, yes. a little show that actually, though, I say that as if it still has some sort of cachet, but kids now no. are like, huh? Who Carson? Like from The Voice? And I'm like, oh my god. Yeah, it's painful. It was massive. Right. If, That's I what mean, I was thinking Google walking it. here today because I was like, I remember when I first started coming to New York City and people would be lining up for TRL yes. to like wave at the windows. What a simpler yes. time. What you a, know, a life was simpler good time. Yeah. Well, and it's full circle because now Esteban works on the new TRL. Yes, I do. Which you can't say is, what. No. You know. I'm like, uh, uh, what's his name? Was it Hugo from Lost who left the island and then came back? <laughs> And then somehow became a part of the island at the end. I really don't know what happened never, on Lost. I fell off on Lost like no. after a couple seasons. I just but pretended I'll it, it was like four seasons long. And it was like, oh, those were great four seasons. Oh, yeah, right. And people were like, oh, it continued. I'm like, oh, I don't think it did. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I do that with um, famous, my, my favorite uh, black celebrities who make really horrible career moves after they reach <laughs> a certain point. Like Eddie Murphy passed away right after Beverly Hills Cop. It's tragic. Oh yeah, we all know where we were. One hundred percent. It was like, man, you know. So I I understand. Lost, yeah. Four seasons was great. Westworld wasn't that a perfect one season? There you go. I won't go back. (laughs) That's awesome. I would get into Pretty Little Liars, but no one but our listeners would appreciate. (laughs) Yeah, which I guess is who this is for. Um, A lot of the listeners to Ghosted Stories followed me from a Pretty Little Liars podcast I used to have. So I pretend. I mean, like season four. R.I.P. Pretty Little Liars. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, but so let's talk about a few things. So yeah, we worked together at TRL. A lot of fun. A lot of just I don't know. A lot of growing weird. up. It was a lot of we growing up. We were really in the trenches. Yeah. I feel like you know it was definitely that time in our life when you're like, you know, a producer comes to you and is like, could you just like stay overnight? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> for, ma- for maybe two nights. Yeah. Is that gonna be? You don't have plans, right? Yeah. Okay, great. This is perfect. That is 100% We're going to just get this segment together. This is not an exaggeration, people. I've either slept on couches yes. in this building or at my desk in this building. And if I was lucky, 
and my good friend Marta Raven would push oh. PM, I would get a hotel room across the street. Ooh, but yeah. I would stay in this vicinity, you know, if needed, 48 hours. Oh, yep. yeah. 100%. Wearing the same clothes or some T-shirt you found in a conference room somewhere that was two sizes too big. Just so you didn't look, you know, like a homeless person. <laughs> right. Giant T-shirts always. Oh, yeah. This is a guy who knows what's happening. Exactly. This is a guy who slept in his bed like, last night. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, well it's, yeah, it's definitely the double-edged sword because they entrusted us with a lot of responsibility. So mm-hmm. you really can, like, cut your teeth and, you know, you learn so much so quickly. But at the same time, they're paying you, like, negative $20 to do things that most, you know, seasoned producers would get paid a lot of money to do. And we would, um, I was trying to think of some of the other weird sleeping in the edit though when we had a oh slow day goodness. was the other side of that coin because sometimes oh, yeah. we'd have to sleep because we were working and because we were run into the ground and sometimes it would be like I haven't seen you know Chelsea in a while do you know where she is and like oh I found her she's just down sleeping in the edit <laughs> exactly. she's just catching up it's yeah, a slow man. day she's just catching a few down in the edit you also turned me on to Lots of my favorite music. Like oh. we were talking about, I had the pleasure of seeing Esteban yesterday as well. We will go for like four years without seeing each other, and then suddenly have a windfall. Yeah, like seeing each other every day for the yeah. week. For a week, which is delightful. It's lovely. <laughs> but yeah, um, I always say you turned me on to Robin Thicke, who's I my did. former husband Who until he lost away. his down. Yeah, he yeah, lost. That was sad. <laughs> he he lost his life tragically <laughs> after um, several incidents, oh. and. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, you're such, so let's talk about that. You are, I mean, such a music aficionado. I also should mention, I mean, too, in addition to like working behind the scenes so much in music and like you were on uh, on air talent at I Fuse. I was, yep, for four years or so, yeah. four, six years, something you like that. You were not the music expert, hip hop expert. Man. I was a VJ. You were mm-hmm. a VJ on Fuse. How yeah, about that full circle, too, from like right. sleeping in edits at TRL to like being a VJ oh, on yeah. another channel? That life is way better. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you like, I mean, you are such, I was always impressed by your expertise. You're so entrenched in the world of hip hop. I feel like you, yeah, you, you ingrained a lot of knowledge in me. In my formative post-college years at TRL, just a bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, I don't know, Western Pennsylvania girl who went to a weird school where no one was allowed to drink. And then Esteban like taught me how to be cool and interesting. Boom. There we go. We had great times. You you also saved my cheeks many a time. I don't want to say that I got in trouble sometimes for Esteban messing up because I was supposed to be, quote, watching him. But yes. yes. And I'll Wait, why was she supposed to be watching you when happen. you were talented? Uh, no. Oh. No, when, no I was, when we were PAs. On oh. I was the dyslexic PA, man. Okay. I'm going to say it. Let's get it out of the Did you table. just like draw symbols on all the cards instead I of words? Like, you know, I wasn't, you know, it didn't really spell well. So when the Chiron would go on air and it would say wrong things, Chelsea was supposed to check them first. <laughs> You know, the times what? on the tape sometimes, back in the day when we had tapes and we would actually like cue them up. Physical and tapes that we'd have videos. to bring down to the control room to put in like a tape player. If I cued it up to the right point but wrote the wrong numbers down, it was Chelsea's fault. Yeah. That's so convenient for you. Yeah. I mean, great. It was yeah. great for me. And I didn't even I need know. to get me a Chelsea. Right. Everyone needs a Chelsea. <laughs> I didn't even know this until I, we had TRO was over and we were at like a rap. Like a like let's all like get the reunion. band back together yeah. reunion party like four years after TRL and then she just let it all out yeah. on me one time. 
He Sorry literally, about that. I got, hey, it's fine. Team player. I was like an OCD crazy person, so part of me, I think, like, thrived on it. But yeah, I definitely, like, had the door closed on me one time. They are like, Chelsea. And I was like, this was literally, like, you literally personally told Esteban to be in charge of this. And they are like, yeah, but you're supposed to pay attention. <laughs> <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> like, what is actually happening? Oh, but, and speaking of, like, spelling stuff wrong, too, it wasn't just you. I mean, we all did. But um, I remember specifically in um, Hillary Duff's mom calling because we, like, oh did. My God. Do you remember? I don't know why that sticks in my mind in particular because she has a tricky name because you want to do two L's, right. but she's one L. So, like, multiple times, like, literally Hillary Duff's mom would call and be like, um, right. I saw the show. And you're like, what? <laughs> what are you? But this is my biggest pet peeve is when parents name their kids a n- Hillary, which is a name. We've right. all agreed upon that. But then they na- they spell it weird and right. then they get mad when they're like, well, why are you spelling it? Like, you don't know how to spell it. It's like, oh, because you uh, made it up. Because you remixed it. We <laughs> all agreed on one thing. You went off right. and did something else. So, like, I'm, agree with you more. I'm supposed you to follow you over it. here. Like, no. Oh, it right. makes me so mad. I agree with you. Hillary Duff's mom, if you're listening, which I'm sure you are right. because you, you know certainly followed me on this journey. <laughs> To just like find the right time to to pounce um, and make up for all those years ago. Actually, Hillary just was on when I was doing this summer uh, a Facebook Live pre-show for Younger, which is on TV Land, which Hillary Duff is on. So I just saw her. I almost wanted to just give her a big hug and say like, I'm so sorry. Right. I'm so sorry for all those double L's for all those years. Come on, she man. would be like security. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, I mean we could go down a deep rabbit hole of TRL. But so yeah, you're you were very entrenched in the world of hip hop. Yes. I feel like as I was getting to know you, you just very casually kind of be like, oh yeah, yada yada yada. And then well, this weekend like you know me and my friend we're like directing a Chris Brown video, so whatever. And I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. Like you yeah. just well, casually. So tell me how like give us a little bit of your journey and how it all came about your love of music and your like um all right (laughs) quick (laughs) quick stories so um i grew up in west philly west philadelphia born born and and raised raised. i literally grew up two blocks away from uh will smith who was uh, i believe in high school or right out of high school so his career was huge because he was like big while he was still in high school right and um my I lived, that was my West Philly neighborhood where my mother lived. My father lived in, in another part of West Philly with uh, another rapper by the name of Steady B. He act, my father actually dated his mom at the time, and my parents were separated. And so I literally like lived in the house part-time with like one of the biggest rappers in Philly. And then you know a few blocks away from and kind of very much around... Um, another humongous rapper who's now probably the biggest one on the planet like besides Jay-Z so I was always organically around these different artists so I just nerded out like literally from the time I was five or six years old you just like grew up in it you were born into it 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 was like you know this it literally was all I ever wanted to participate in ever and I would turn things that weren't hip-hop objects into hip hop, right? So I don't know if you guys are old enough to remember Teddy Ruxpin. Hell yeah! Of course. Okay. So for those who don't know, Teddy Ruxpin is a stuffed animal who has a cassette player in his back, and his mouth moves. It's truly terrifying. Though. When it's you play, it's creepy when you cassette. describe it. It's I mean, it is it creepy. Was it was creepy then. <laughs> when you watched it, and his eyes blink slowly. Yo. 
<laughs> he might murder you. Yeah. But look up Teddy Ruxpin yeah. on YouTube. So I would use my Teddy Ruxpin to play um, NWA. <laughs> no, I just imagine you walking down the street with Teddy Ruxpin on your shoulder. Heavy. No, he, he would be right here. Very, very, very hip hop, but not really because it was a freaking teddy bear. Um, but he was my NBA, NWA, you know, fuck the police, straight out of Compton uh, homie. He was like my thug friend, Aww. Teddy Ruxpin. I love yeah. that. And I, yeah. So everything in my life was all hip-hop so transitioning you know growing up you know graduating high school trying to figure out what I want to do with my life you know um I wanted to be involved in hip-hop in some way shape or form yeah so um went to college for music television because another thing is I was always kind of a forward thinker I was like yeah no television is really probably you know is where music is headed you could see that you know music Just, videos you're a visionary huge yeah Okay, audio visionary. <laughs> um, but yeah, music videos were huge at that time, and I felt like they were more important than like you know radio or, or yeah. audio. I'm like, I want to be on that side of the fence. Yeah. So yeah, got into the TV. Uh, still trying to find my way in hip hop. So I just started going out to every event and party I could find. And I had like maybe three jobs while I was working at TRL, which is probably oh, another I, reason I, why I, I, I wasn't yeah. really good at my job. <laughs> Because I worked at Atlantic Records at the time, and right, I was right. freelancing for Def Jam. I feel Jam like we were all labels. kind of dabbling in that life, though. Be. Yeah, I know. That's like when I started doing stand-up and stuff, and I feel like we all had our own. Yes. Yeah. Can I tell you a quick uh, Chelsea stand-up story? Yeah. Oh, boy. Right, so, uh, what an unexpected treat. My wife and I had just uh, delivered our second child, Ooh. who's named Esteban, and um, Chelsea, my PA partner says, hey, I'm doing stand-up. We would, you know, you guys want to come to my show. So it was like a, you know, TRL outing, and we went to Chelsea stand-up, and we, you know, bought a couple drinks and sat down for a laugh and proceeded to hear Chelsea tell us about how uh, birth is a, a sexually transmitted <laughs> disease. Was, was that the stand-up line? And my wife and I oh just my God, that's like, so is this about, is this about us? That yeah. is, I forgot. That is such an old joke. It was I great content. Well, thank you. It was just you. the wrong time for me and her. You're just like, I'm still things. recovering. Like, your wife is you know? so raw. She's like, I just want to have yes. a good night. You know? <laughs> not thinking about like her first night boozing after yeah. not being on the drink. It was, it was I forgot enough. I even did that specific joke. I can't believe you remember that. But I do, I mean, like, still to this day, yeah, I do a lot of stuff of that's couched on, like, I've never wanted to have kids, da, 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 like joke right. about that sort of thing, but that is so funny. Yes. <laughs> I would never have remembered that if you didn't bring that up. And great comedy always hurts because there's enough <laughs> truth in it to be like, hmm, should I be lamping at this? Is this funny or is this factual? Are you or contaminated both. right now? Oh. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. See, but yeah, it, must, it was great content. It stuck with you all these years. It did. Yeah. <laughs> yep, I've, 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 I've created many sexual I was going to say, now you have three little sexual transitions. <laughs> no, three relapses or uh, flare-ups. I don't know Wait, how you five total? To three kids. No, oh, three, three total. Kids, yeah. Okay, I thought you meant yeah. after Esteban. You no. had three more. I was like, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> you do live in New York City. Let's pump the brakes. Right, come on. Well, and your kids, they have their own Insta. Oh, they do? Yeah. How They're old are like, they? They are 14, 11, and 9. I mean, they're a, a music group. Like yeah. they like the they like status. record records. Yeah. They are like is we are all of them doing like doubling them. and modeling too, or is um, is Minnie yeah, still? Yeah, my oldest quit. Um, but yeah. What uh, was your 
then he was in a Target he's in commercial. Target, American Express. I mean, wow. Yeah, he's on a Nickelodeon thing. Child celeb. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they're they are fully entrenched. I really need to recoup a lot of the money that they cost me. So you know, <laughs> just put them to work. work. Yeah, awesome. exactly. exactly. Get out there, book another Target commercial. Daddy needs a vacation home. Yes, you know, and his like, checks right. come in my name because it's Esteban Serrano. So <laughs> like it makes, I'm fine. It, it makes it much easier to clear. <laughs> and you know, life's good. <laughs> and then. Um, all right. What else didn't we cover about about your life and your hats? Yeah. And then, so are you still like making music right now? Is that a part, or is um, it like you have no I a mean, lot going on, raising kids and producing yeah. your wife's podcast? And yes. So <laughs> that's literally I've literally handed my life willingly over to my family. So I definitely kind of helped the the boys kind of flush out you know their creativity and their vision um, with their music. Um, and acting and stuff like that and my wife is definitely and this was kind of our arrangement like you know I knocked her up a lot early on took her whole you know 20s and other things away from her so I was like listen as soon as they go to school as soon as they're in school it's your turn I'll Aww. hand the keys over to you Aww. you got it you know whatever you want to do and she real I didn't expect her to like really hold me to it, but she, she really she ran with me it. to it. And she's like, Listen, I'm podcasting, I'm blogging, I got this business that I'm doing right now, I'm doing all this. I'm out, take these kids. And I'm like, all Okay. Right. That's so, awesome. Yeah, what are her good. podcasts? So she does uh self care Tuesdays. Mm, nice. And um that's her and two of her friends, um, Krista and Gina. And they talk about, you know, self-care and, you know, applicable, easy ways that you can self-care. And they have guests so. on to talk about, you know, that whole revolution. And that's something that, you know, yeah. a lot of women, moms, even men really don't know about. But it's very, totally. very, very 100% necessary. You know what Absolutely. I'm saying? Self-care is important. So she does that. And then she has another one called Moms Unwind, where she sits down with a mom and a glass of wine. And they just talk about parenting and it's loose and fun it's pretty fun yeah just yeah, talk that. about those sexually transmitted children yeah that you made there you go <laughs> and do you like well this is getting too inside baseball but i'm curious do, so do you like i know you help her sort of like um keep like produce the podcast to some extent and then mm -hmm. does she like do you like edit them for her and stuff do you oh, like no. do the whole linear does she do she it does, does it. she have, that's awesome yeah yeah that's awesome she's, so she's in there yeah we we both are a very obsessive personality so when she latches on to something that she's interested in she wants to know how to do it soup to nuts every That's aspect awesome. of you know podcasting she's doing it she's recording them herself she's editing them herself you know all those things it's awesome yes um all right great so esteban you're a magical human being we've established that <laughs> do we want to transition into talking about some of some of your pre pre husband yeah pre children life. So first, I want to do some of the segments that we usually do here. In case people are listening to this podcast mm -hmm. and maybe like they don't have access to the internet, which doesn't make a lot of sense, but go with it. How? Right. Who would? Maybe they're on a plane. <laughs> maybe they're on a plane. Right. They're offline. They Airplane downloaded this Wi -Fi's to listen to it later. They downloaded yes. it to their desktop so they could listen to it at work. Right. We don't know what your situation is, <laughs> but they want to envision you in their mind's eye. So who would play you in like your lifetime movie? Who's oh, who's man. your doppelganger that you get? Yo, I want to say something very very sexy. Oh boy, go for it. But it's going to be Nick Cannon. 
Well, of course. It's going to be Nick you Cannon 100%. That's the classic. I feel yeah. like you always got that. I've always got that. You know, it's funny. Funny story, of course, working here. Um, after TRL ended, um, I came back from time to time to just, like, shoot for random shows. Yeah, yeah. One time I bought my son because it was, like, a last minute. Hey, we really need this. Can you come in, like, an hour? So, they, you know, I had to bring him along. And we were, he was maybe four at the time. And we were walking on 23rd floor, which was our floor. And Nick had just become, like, uh, president of Nickelodeon or something. So he oh, was right. in the building and had an office on that floor. And me and my son, hand in hand, walked down the hall. And Nick is approaching us. And um, we start talking. And he's talking about how often he gets mistaken <laughs> for me. <laughs> but my son is sitting there looking at him. And looking at me, and like literally is confused. Like short circuiting. He's like, <laughs> two daddies. Which one of you is the real dad? <laughs> oh yeah, it's it's hysterical. Oh my god, so that's so good. I would want to be someone way, you know, like do you know the Rock? No, but some, Nick Cannon's a good Nick one. No, Nick Cannon's a cutie. He was yeah. married to to Mariah. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I really, I did feel accomplished when he married Mariah, <laughs> and I told like, him that. I was like, man, if I would have known that, <laughs> then you know, it would have been me. But whatever. <laughs> would have been me. <laughs> if I knew that was possible for you us, know, like I would have tried if I harder. I we could get her. <laughs> <laughs> at least one of us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm happy it was you. Yeah, you know. Uh, I love that. Um, and then, I mean, I guess we know a little bit, but like, what's sort of your brief relationship history, so we can contextualize? Um, Oh, where man. this date, like, how long were you single and dating? Or, or I was single, um, maybe three or four years between like uh, school, ex girlfriend, and cat. Okay, okay, so about four years single, single oh. and very active, <laughs> <laughs> very active. What <laughs> ages were those? I uh, got married at 25, so about 20, between 21 and 25. Okay. That's, her, mm-hmm. that's the time. Yeah. That's the right time to yeah, do it. Yeah. So what was that? That was obviously a different dating landscape. Yeah, no apps. I mean, no apps. Was there even online, like, nope. log on to Match.com on your no. computer? No. There wasn't really, right? Nope. So what was happening? Just in real life, the old-fashioned yeah. way? Yeah. What was your game? Like, what did you do? What, what um, were your lines? What were your moves? Where did you hang out? I will walk up to a girl <laughs> at a Just bar in the street. Oh, in the bar. Okay. And say, I hope you have insurance because I'm about to hit that. Oh, No, I would never shit. say it. I would shit. never in my life. That's such an aggressive <laughs> one, too. Never, ever, never. <laughs> no, never. Um, uh, I kind of caught wind of my game and strategy for dating um, pretty early on when, once I got to New York. Um, I would always go to industry events. So, and a lot of times the industry events, the guys in the room were, you know, movers and shakers. The ladies in the room in the hip hop world wasn't many. So it was either you were like video chick, dot pocket, so to speak, or you were like, you know, in the the industry. Right. So... Everyone in that room was someone to the people who weren't also in the industry. Right. So there was always like video girls and models and, you know, things like that always around. 
and um, my strategy was always to completely act like they were no one and not really important but have conversation with them and engage right. but like not be trying to right you know like everyone else is that's doing the and move. That would that's win the move every time oh my Megan. god yeah. Yeah. so you were right in is there is that what it's called yeah, yeah. Really? I didn't invent this. Not Estebaning. <laughs> it is now. It is Estebaning. It always has been. It's just well, no, no. Negging would be then if you said something like negative to that. Yeah. Oh ne- no, I would negging never would be more like no. a little bit teasing, almost. Mm. Yeah, not like, in a rude way, but in a sort no. of like make them feel off kilter, right. and like, then they have to earn your uh, like attention. Right. No, I definitely would just. You were just more like, I'm not impressed. I'm not impressed by, by you. you. Yeah. I don't really care, but I wouldn't be disrespectful. Right. You know, it'd be like, oh, yeah. so what do you do? What do you do? Blah blah blah. Oh, that's yeah. so great. You know, that's cool. You know, well, good luck with that. Wish, and then hit, so you know, hit another side of the room, and then it'd be like, but wait a minute. Yeah. Wait. What's his deal? You didn't say it wasn't. And I didn't. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, that was my. That was my move. Oh my god! So you're just like hitting the video chick circuit. Yeah, man. That's fun. Definitely. Um, and then did you, do you ever you and Cad both? I guess are you those people that like want to play on someone's Tinder or be like, oh my god, what is this? What did we miss out on? Are you sort of like, thank <laughs> fucking god? We are so happy <laughs> that we are not in this pool right now because so we would weird. be we would be alone forever. Yeah. Because we're not the the actively look type yeah 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 we just you know in my 20s i was just having fun enjoying my life right you know me and cat were always like we're never getting married we're never getting married we were best friends we actually i don't even think we technically dated or had a label before we got married like we didn't even technically weren't like dating well yeah right. we How went from friends to living together married did How you did guys grow happen? up together? Yeah, yeah. I no. This so Kat and I met um, when I was 18. We both were 18 years old mm-hmm. when we met. We met at a party, and at the time, I was dating uh, one of Kat's friends. Oh, well, wow. I was trying to date one of Kat's <laughs> friends, right? So um, I met her, and then the following week, she she had invited us to a party, me to a party, mm-hmm. and I had brought all my friends, and she had brought all her friends to a mutual party, and Kat was one of the girls in the okay. squad. So while I was trying to date her friend, I you know immediately friend zoned Kat. Right. But what happened was she Kat was a singer songwriter, and I was producing right. and making music. So my crew and her crew clicked, and we we became tight friends and we were literally together every weekend for like two years now do you think she a little bit though like had a crush on you during this time or she sincerely like both of you were just like yeah yeah. we're pals we're colleagues not like yeah i definitely friend zone cat because a she was way out of my league and uh b i was not worthy of you know being anywhere near her in any capacity but a friend right and um the fact that I dated her friend so long was indication. Like, sure. You know, like, this is what I deserve. Right. Not her. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? So, yeah, yeah. But yeah. So yeah, we just we developed a crazy platonic best friend like world. And That's even huge. in my whorish era of you know, you know, multiple, sure. you know, video vixens. Living it up. She knew everything, everyone. She was, you know, she was still my best friend, even yeah. after I stopped, you know, dating her friend. And we always became, we always stayed tight. That's yeah. so cute. That's like the most romantic thing ever. 
And then so what, the like, what was the change that then all of a sudden you guys are like, you know what, let's just get married? Um, what was the change? I think, so what happened was, um, th- at this time I had lived in, in Philly, South Jersey area. And once I got the job here at MTV, I needed to then move in, move up to New York. Mm-hmm. So I moved to Harlem and I needed to get more acclimated to the city. Cause at the time right. I was just visiting, it wasn't like I was, you know, a resident. Right. And she's a city girl, so to speak. She's from North Jersey, but she hangs out in the city, you know, like nobody's business. So I'm like, all right, well, I need to, you know, kind of get acclimated to the city. And um, about the time that she and I started to be interested in her, maybe right right before that time, I was like, I'm done, you know, kind of playing around, you know, with all these girls. Yeah. I'm like, this is getting really boring. So I was like, all right, I want to eventually I'm going to need to find a girl. Where am I going to find her? I only know the pool that I've always been, you know, I'm like, so where do you hang? Where do you eat? Where do you go? So I started to study Kat because she was the girl who to me was like the ultimate. You're amazing. You're doing it. Yes. So we would go out on dates, but not dates, but just like I, and again, I'm from West Philly. I, you know, I'm not the most cultured human being ever. <laughs> so like a girl would like, hey, you want to go out? And I'm like, yeah. She's like, well, let's, you know, I know this great Thai spot. I'm like, yeah, that sounds great. And I would call Kat. I'm like, what do I order? I don't <laughs> even know what Thai food is. <laughs> like, I've never had this before because I've never been exposed to, you know, yeah. much at that time. Yeah. So she kind of groomed me a bit. She was like your mentor. She was like she your was, life mentor. Yeah, she was my life coach. <laughs> yeah. At the time. But throughout Isn't that this time. also the plot of Hitch? Am I making <laughs> what? <laughs> no. That would be a great movie though. But no. Oh, okay, hilarious. sorry. But uh, yeah, she she was that's my so hitch. Funny. And um and then we got hitched. No. Yeah. Um but yeah, so during that time she started to uh she started to catch feelings for me. And oh my God. yeah, that was kind of how it worked. So she, I mean, she admitted that to you yeah. finally, or she was like, yeah. She called me, and I kind of knew because the time we had chilled, she was just a little too comfortable. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. this is weird. <laughs> she would like be affectionate to me. Kat is a very sweet person, but she's not physically affectionate yeah. to yeah. her yeah. friends. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, why does she keep like touching me and stuff? <laughs> this is uncomfortable. And then I left, <laughs> and then she called me. And I knew immediately that she was calling me to tell me that she had feelings. Because, oh like, the, the trip home, I was just like, Yo, this something is strange. Is so she called me and she said, um, I have something to tell you. And I was like, are you feeling me, aren't you? <laughs> and she hung up on me. <laughs> That's right. She should have. That was yeah, That was ridiculous. Exactly. I was 20 <laughs> stupid. What do you want yeah. me to do? And she called me back. And she goes, so what are we going to do about this? I'm like, we? <laughs> I don't have feelings for you. You have feelings for me. Like you're my oh best my friend. Like no way in the world I'm going to corrupt. So this you relationship. still weren't feeling it, just but but no. but more because you, you just still ha- felt like it was unrealistic. Yeah, yeah. Okay. and I don't, again, I, I I didn't think I was worthy. Yeah, like, you were like, in that I like you don't to teach me how to like, spot, like yeah. tuck my napkin into my shirt <laughs> and like what what fork do I eat? Like I'm not on your level. That's such an important thing to keep in mind though, because I feel like so many people when you're in the other situation you're always in your own head and you're always being hypercritical of yourself and you're never thinking that maybe the other person is 
being hypercritical of themselves right. and that's right. the problem that's a great not point. Right. not what actually you're bringing to the table or whatever you yeah. know yeah 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 so Everyone's she was like shit. um what are we going to do about this and i told her listen i'm not i don't want to do this like i don't want to cross these lines this is whatever um and she said well i get what i want <laughs> and i want you so and so oh, maybe shit. a week later <laughs> we were like we were on Oh my yeah, God! So and you're just like, okay, awesome. I guess I have no choice. Oh yeah. You're <laughs> then you're like, I'm in. I can't ever let this go. So let's get married. Oh yeah, no. Yeah. And it's funny because I called the girls that I was seeing at the time. Wow. And I let them know that I was now dating Cat, and they were all just like, Psh, about time. <laughs> like they knew it was coming. Psh, I saw girls that know. coming. Girls always know. Oh, I love that. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. a great story. Um, so then, okay, before that fairy tale happened. Mm-hmm. When you Let's were being a hoe. Let's get back to the video vixen yeah. age. Yeah. <laughs> Let's us, get to your whole years. Tell us yeah. about the hoe years. I'm, not, I'm, 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 I'm proud and not proud of those years. <laughs> I mean, I, but my mom taught me something about women very, very young um, in my uh, dating life, like high school time. I think I was with a girl, but I was like feeling another girl. And um, my mom, I don't know if like that was the era where you, you, everyone in the house had the same phone. So I think right. maybe she picked up the phone or maybe the girl called me and it wasn't the girl who usually calls me. So my mom is like, why is this other girl calling? So she kind of had her spidey senses. And she told me, she said, um, you're not going to cheat on your girlfriend, are you? And I'm like, how do you even know, you know, what I'm even thinking? She said, let me tell you something. Honesty will always get you further mm-hmm. in life. Yeah. And she said, there's one thing you need to know about girls your age and the girls that you're you know with one be honest with them and two nine times out of ten they love competition and they're not going to (laughs) they're not going to stop dealing with you right right and so as long as they realize like okay cool we're all dating people other people whatever yeah 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 and that was always my approach i was never like oh yeah girl you the one you know i'm gonna be with you it was yeah Yeah. i was like listen i'm having fun i'm enjoying myself i'm dating so you know you want to be part of that Mm -hmm. if you you know want to have fun or whatever then cool if not understand and keep it moving you know so that was always my my good advice so and also men are so stupid when they do try to cheat that it's oh like oh my god they, they ever think that they're ever getting anything on anyone like your mom picked up on it peripherally she's like <laughs> right. now I know exactly what's about to happen exactly <laughs> can you imagine the women in the situation <laughs> they were like yeah he's about to cheat on yeah. me probably yeah and then 100% you that he did it. yeah I think yeah I mean that's basically this podcast is just be honest with people yeah it'll yeah, and honestly man. we'll always get you what you want or you never have to feel guilty about honesty. Right. Because you're like, I was the truthful. <laughs> My boss just walked by and was like, what the fuck is going on? Hi, sir. <laughs> he just did a double back. He just walked backwards right. into the window and was like, give me a like, what the fuck? Aww. But also like, a, oh, Chelsea. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and it goes back. Yeah, it is literally the whole podcast, like ghosting and not ghosting. And also I think specifically what we always talk about um, with when well, guys or girls, I would argue probably more often guys um, think that being sort of cagey and sort of like a little bit, not ghosting, but like just a little bit like disappearing and coming in when you want and coming back when you want keeps the door open rather than just saying like, look, I got to We got to take a break from this for a while. Right. I'm going through stuff or like my situation kind of changed with someone else. It kind of got more serious with someone else. Right. This or that is happening. 
I'd love to hit you up if my situation changes back. That is what actually keeps the door open, is that honesty. But like people are afraid to do that because they think the honesty will close the door and it's opposite. Anywho, your mom was a brilliant woman, is the point. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so then, well, with that being then, like I guess, the the mantra, what, what happened with, was it you ghosting someone? Was someone ghosting you? Oh, was, no. I was ghosted. <laughs> Oh, it'd be so disappointing if after all that you're like, then I just started start talking right. to this woman. And I'd be like, oh, all right, well, we thought we learned something. Yeah, no, no, no. It was totally me. Um, I was in college. It was my freshman year. And um, I went to an art school in Philadelphia uh, called the Art Institute of Philly. There's like, it's like the McDonald's of colleges. There's like one in every town. And I think they just lost their accreditation so oh, no. <laughs> yeah it's like it was Bummer. like a scam but ah. um nonetheless it got me you know yeah here, so here you are it, it all worked out but yeah so I was first year of college um i was uh, it was in philly so i was living at home i wasn't on campus but i got cool with this guy who was on campus and he was dating a girl who also lived in the dorms where he stayed okay and she had a roommate who was just like always blocking like he was like dude <laughs> me and this girl are like we've been trying to get with it like this, the whole time but her room her friend her roommate just won't like i need you to come in and like just wingman yeah. the situation so i did i came so in funny. and i wingman the situation literally was only trying to keep this girl entertained while right. my friend was off finally enjoying his life right and you <laughs> know putting a sock on the door exactly <laughs> yeah but um and I, the the way that the the dorm rooms were set up it was actually the uh it was at a a hotel suites like this whole hotel oh, was wow. all suites that um the college rented out this entire hotel what that's nice yeah so they had a suite so they had a living room and they had their own oh, bedrooms so i was you know just entertaining this girl and you know in the living room and we hit it off and then you know they snuck away and, and went into the room and me and her hitting it off and we're talking i'm literally just like just there to 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 have you know to hang out and engage in this with this girl so you're still not or you're like having a perfectly not terrible time with her but you're not right. thinking like oh maybe this could actually not yeah not thinking anything at all can i also really quick just out of curiosity if you even know the answer mm -hmm. was this girl consciously trying to like block like because she felt some type of way about the other guy I'm dating sure. her friend he or was, was it just was, like in a, a slime ball. okay I'm <laughs> sure that was what it was. but i didn't know him well enough to know sure he was, i learned you know weeks later right got was it a slime ball. yeah but like and so my angle when i'm wingman is literally just i want to know everything about her right which right. opened her up like you know she was new to the area she wasn't from around there you know blah 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 she, you know all this is very new to her, which is another reason right. why she was kind of tight with with the, uh, her friend. Got it. You know, because it was like literally the only person she known, right? Got it. So we're, you know, I'm oh, tell me about yourself, and you know, where are you from, and blah, blah blah, and we're, you know, talking, talking, talking about her all night long. Sure, people love so, to talk about themselves. Right. I'm like, yo, it's late. I'm. It's time for me to go home, and she's like, no, don't leave. You know, stay the night, whatever. And I'm like, oh boy, mm. stay the night. <laughs> Like, what do you even mean? <laughs> because there was no, like, sparks. Like, you nothing. guys weren't. It was no lingering looks. There was no touch. The flirtations, wow. nothing, right? So she's like, you know, stay the night, whatever. And this girl is beautiful. This is a very beautiful girl, which is another reason I was like, there's not a shot in right, hell. Right, right. You know, whatever. Right. 
So, you know, and then after that point where she's like, stay the night, then it started to get a okay. little more touchy-feely. She started to give the signals. Yeah, and I was like, I don't know. Like, I don't really, this is, like, strange. I wasn't ready for this. I'm like, did I even shower? Like, <laughs> and, you know, what is going on here? Like, I'm not comfortable. But, of course, you know. Yeah. I stayed. You're not, of course. You're 18. Why would so you not stay? like, I will definitely <laughs> stay. <laughs> yes. And so I stayed. And the, the, the next morning, I'm the only person in the apartment. Oh, my God. I'm literally you, only one there. What? You didn't even notice her, like, getting up? I didn't notice her get up. I didn't notice my friend <laughs> leave with his Because your friend probably assumed that you went home. Right. Yeah. Oh gone. God. Everyone gone. I am in someone else's <laughs> rooms by myself. So I get myself together, walk of shame out, like clutching my pearls, like so <laughs> embarrassed and ashamed. Oh my god! And this is like pre-cell phones or like the very beginning of like. Yeah, this you is. You had like a Nokia, yeah, maybe. Yeah, the Nokia playing snakes on okay, the phone. Okay, yeah, sure. That, that, that so you era. did have that, okay? Yeah. So I went home, showered, and I think I had class that night. So I went back to class, and um, I'm walking in the building going to my class she's walking out of the building and i'm like hey what's up how are you everything cool she's looking at me like she's never <gasps> seen me ever before <laughs> in life oh my she's God. like i'm like are you all right like what's going on like oh you know God. whatever no. like five hours ago i was in your bed no five and you? hours ago <laughs> yeah. And she literally no. looked at me like, huh, and walked off. What? Oh, shit. And I, no. <laughs> I thought so many things uh. in my mind, but I was ghosted uh. in person. And she literally looked through she you like you were a ghost. Yeah. <laughs> like I was a ghost. ghost. <laughs> oh, my God. She goes, huh, and then keeps walking. Uh. I, yeah. Did you ever find out what the hell happened? Never. Because what happened was my friend uh, at the time, he was expelled for sure. selling Adderall or some drug all around the school. What a college oh, sure. drug to right. sell. <laughs> he got the boot. Um, yeah, he got the boot. And I didn't really know the other, like the girl he was seeing. So I'd never seen so him. So you we never even mentioned We were in two different majors also. So okay. we really never crossed paths. Yeah. It just... Literally, everyone ghosted me in this story. <laughs> he was gone. Like you just try to be a good guy, and then you're like, oh, everyone right. disappears and pretends I don't exist Yo. anymore. This is bizarre. Oh I felt God. used. I felt violated. What reasons could inadequate. be? That's insane. Mind blown. Oh Mind blown. Goodness. Yeah. I want to get that. What do you think that guy's doing now? Do you think he's Still in jail? Still selling Adderall? Yeah, uh, selling yeah. Adderall in jail. Yeah, that guy is not hes not in good <laughs> shape right now. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I would love to know what happened to everyone in that story. Esteban, yeah, you did man. not deserve that. No. I didn't. But also, there, you know, at least she didn't do that six months in. Right. At least you weren't just letting her talk about herself for, like, three yeah. months. <laughs> it's so bizarre because it's not like you guys had a weird interaction or anything. Nothing was uncomfortable. But it's also who also leaves a strange. No offense, but who leaves a strange man in their apartment? Hundred <laughs> percent. I would be like, you gotta go. Sorry, buddy. Yeah, yo, I got wake work. Up. I have yeah. to go. You so need you to gotta go. go. Yeah. yeah. And I wasn't trying to stay. So like, right. At no point in the night was I trying to get with her. Right. You know she what I'm instigated the entire Everything. thing. And then. 
and then literally deleted me from her brain. <laughs> It was the 2000s. It was a different time. You could just yeah. look at it was somebody. It the early aughts. Say, huh, and then keep walking. And then, keep and then you never need to know. Nope. That's so <laughs> strange. And that girl turned out to be... Cat. <laughs> I was trying to think of like a weird C-list pop star or something. Um, Esteban, mm-hmm. thank you so much. Yeah, for no. doing any Anything else we need to know? You want to plug? You want the people to just know before... Before we run away, before my boss comes back. Right. No. Before you get fired. No. <laughs> <laughs> Where can people find you and your kids um, and your wife's podcasts? You can find all of that uh, on my Instagram, the Esteban Serrano. Yes. On IG, yeah. The only. Nice. And I tag all, all. It's it's only pictures of my children and my wife <laughs> on there. That's literally all it is that's all it needs to be yeah. that's all that matters um and definitely check out cats podcasts yes mm-hmm. and esteban thank you so much for doing this thank you for coming to a whole different floor in the same building in which yeah, we work man. to do this six floors away. i know this is great it's great to catch up i yeah. appreciate it and we'll talk to you guys next week oh and i think we just announced it in the last episode we're coming up on 100 episodes yeah. so we're gonna have a facebook live special episode so you can tune into that on our facebook page so make sure you like us mm-hmm. ghost nice. stories on facebook um and then tune in wednesday october 10th at 10 p.m eastern so it's 10 10 10 Mm-hmm. So you can wow. remember, I know, right? It's like we do this for you. We could do this for the it be? Oh, could genius, it be yeah. any more geni- genius? Mm-hmm. Um, so send us. We have some ghosted stories that you guys have emailed us that we're that we're holding on to that we're going to read on that episode. Send us more. Send us just like questions about dating you have. Everything to ghosted stories podcast at gmail.com and then mark your calendars for ten ten ten. And we will talk to you guys next week. Boo. Boo. Yay.